0: Alright, yeah, we're on. So, you started last week, I'll start this week. Okay. So, yeah, the update from the week. It's a real interesting time right now. I mentioned last week of it getting feedback from that initial prototype I whipped up. And that um, was a no-go? Pretty much. Although, as I said there and probably still think, you can never, like, with a small sample of people, you never know exactly, mm. like, um, what they... Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about the dating it analogy. Could be the
1: six out of a hundred who wouldn't use it. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep.
0: exactly. And also, we talked about the dating analogy that you get a feel of whether the the product is, you learn something when you put it out there. And actually, this morning, so this founder from Chicago came back and he said, because I, I kind of close. I like to close the loop with people and just say, hey, thanks for the feedback. And here's the other feedback that I've got, and this is what I'm thinking, um, just to get the conversation going. And 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 he came back he, again. He says. Um, make sure that you don't just hear my feedback and and just don't do it. That's not to say don't do it. Um, It's always important to know why people give the feedback and also why they might be wrong. Mm. Um, so
1: he just sounds like such a wise guy. Yeah, he's a,
0: good, he's a great, good, and I actually spent about an hour on the, on a call with him this morning. Chatting. <laughs> well, That's we were. Awesome. Um, he was chatting through his his product, and where he's at, and he's like, "I'm really keen to get your view on this." So we actually chatted through, and he took me a demo through his product, and we went. So he's keen to get help. Um,
1: so cool the little relationship you guys have going now, where you're each giving feedback on each other's oh, projects. This is
0: one thing I love about the startup community is that there's all these different projects and everyone needs help because it's mm. hard. And this is one thing I love about like working with founders.
1: Because you've also always loved the duo dynamic and mm-hmm. any, you know, like agency or company you've worked for having a duo partner that mm-hmm. you can work with and it's, you don't have that at the moment in your startup. So yeah, which is, having someone like that, who's just part a of the great community. sounding board. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. So it was, it's been an interesting um, week.
1: Sorry, just a quick question. Do you yep. know if... What's the guy from Chicago's name? Uh, Gene. Gene. Do you yep. know if Gene does this with a lot of other founders? Like, does he have a lot of people who's a sounding board like this to him?
0: I don't know. I don't... I don't know.
1: Because um, it just kind of goes to the question of, like, are founders talking to other
0: Yeah. people, I guess. I assume that they are talking to a small set of other founders would be yeah. my guess. Uh, yep. Maybe in their local communities. There's a lot of startup meetups in cities... People can go along, although yeah, depending on how it's run, it can yeah. be more or less effective. Um, there's online communities that you can go to. So I'm a part of Indie Hackers now, which is an mm. online community for startups. Mm. And yeah, and I don't know. Once you connect with people, people are keen to stay in touch. Like this other guy that I met, I uh, to in San Diego, uh, this morning, and he is just. Another one of the people I'm talking to is just like keen to keep in touch and keen to check what I end up doing, and I think people just really enjoy the conversation because I
1: because you're all lonely. <laughs> no, I'm getting kidding. I'm kidding. All
0: so, only. <laughs> sitting beside behind our computers and different sitting. <laughs> hey, right?
1: No, no, it's probably yeah. You're probably just all interested in the same things, like and yeah, and I think challenges talking to other highs yeah. and lows
0: exactly, talking to other founders who have who know what it's like, Mm. and know all the things you're weighing up.
1: Because on that, others who know what it's like. Like, you've been doing this founder thing for the last three and a half years, Mm. and for the first time, I actually have experienced understanding of what you've been going through for the last three years, because... I think I'm an empathetic person and so I kind of like I could only imagine that it would be super hard. Yeah. sitting there trying to work something out, but now every Wednesday I go and it's a blank slate.
0: Yeah. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. Where do I start? Yeah. What are,
1: Like this and then there's the highs and lows of things going, oh maybe this can work. Yeah. No, it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, there's just so much there that I think you're right, only someone who's played in this realm of startups mm. or starting a project of some kind mm. can actually deeply get, you yeah. know, like in the yeah. gut that can understand it. So or,
0: yeah, it certainly makes um, for an, not an easier conversation, but just a conversation where you don't have to cover or get across that kind of stuff. Cause mm. you inherently both get that part of it. Mm. And then, and I think that, and, and maybe this is why this founder community works so well. There's a, Kind of a bit of a grace for each other because we just know that it's <laughs> uh, bloody hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and 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 a real people are genuinely stoked when they see yeah. other founders like succeeding. Oh, it was that's... like, go, you good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, it's <laughs> just so great. Yeah, man. yeah. So, um,
1: so anyway, your weeks so you were saying.
0: Yeah, so I got that feedback from one of the ideas last week. Um, That doesn't necessarily kill the idea. I think that just means that it was good to get that reality check. Um, And I'm kind of now feel like I'm tracking down another idea that I'm bringing to life. And I'll tell you how I'm doing that um, Mm -hmm. soon. But yeah, at a high level, just the idea of actually trying to make ideas tangible as soon as possible. There's something I'm starting to think more and more, be more and more convinced of. You mean
1: hack um, something together, get it out, out there, there yeah. in front of people?
0: Because there's a real difference between having an idea and trying to figure out how to make it work, and then how trying to make, figure out how to make it work changes the idea. You can't, you yeah, like once you've made something, it's never the pure idea anymore. And it's always some version of that. And that's the version that people are going to see and use and pay for. Not so, the pure idea, yeah. but the
1: one that's been formed, actually in. made. Yeah. Um,
0: so there's one of the dangers of of sitting with an idea for too long, is you can and even talking to founders and getting feedback on, is that, like, you can you can think that that's the thing that you're gonna ship or that you're gonna create and people mm. are gonna pay for, but it never really is. Um, because Mm. you're going to be constrained by the tools that you've got to build things yeah Um, and and so yeah so I'm starting not that I want to get into kind of just quickly making things um, but I want to have that bent of of trying to like materialize ideas or a thought um, Mm. as soon as possible and then um, yeah get that into conversation with people yeah so um,
1: just hold that thought I'm just going to stop the washing machine
0: okay cool um <laughs> so yeah so i've got another idea i'm kind of materializing while i continue these conversations mm-hmm. um and <laughs> i mean there's a whole rabbit hole you can go down here around this idea of what you want to create versus what you're hearing and it's never it's, it's never even that that simple
1: what do you mean what you're hearing
0: so talking to different founders oh, what of, you're
1: hearing from others yeah
0: from what they need Uh, um and you're always balancing like what do i actually want to build like for example one of the founders thought it'd be a great idea if i could do on behalf of them their conversations with customers so he's like (laughs) could you do (laughs) like could you go and talk to customers can you just do
1: this for me please (laughs) (laughs)
0: exactly and there's maybe something in that and i can totally see that
1: well you've had people pay you to do this in the past like you've had short-term contracts
0: yeah, and a lot of my job has been that. Mm. I do that on behalf of companies. Mm. But part of me thinks, like, and maybe that's the thing i just need to do. It's kind of like a service. The business model is a bit weird because you've, you've, you're basically charging your time. Or the um, value you're creating is very tied to your time to give to it and then that increases the price and then that mm. then then people are like well you put a price in front of people for that proposition so oh well how much is it worth it should they just go and talk to it? but then fundamentally i think that people like people who are creating things it's important for them to talk to the people that they are creating mm, something you will
1: really have a real heart for that i to see more and more founders and people yeah talk to those they're actually wanting to serve
0: yeah and i think i think they can and they do and many times uh, in the cases that they do, they really enjoy it um, and get a lot are, out of it.
1: Is this one of those things where they're like, "Yeah, I can do it. It would be cool to do it, mm-hmm. but I have a list from roof to fl- floor, you know, of things I have to get onto. Yep. So this is something I can, you know, like um, what's the word? You can contract out. Yeah. Why not do that? I mean, that
0: that maybe yeah, yeah um
1: but yeah. would you like to see more founders moving that up their list in terms of priorities because you know of the value that they'll get out of it
0: yeah and I've seen it, and you hear it in the stories of ones that do do this kind of stuff um that they get a lot of value out of it and and it's not doesn't mean it need to be that hard or that and, and it can be quite an energizing activity um so and, and it could be that I'm just helping those types of founders that are doing it Um, Hmm. or supporting it where my mind goes again this is what's led to because after a while so you get to a state like me where i've talked to about 30 different founders i've got a bunch of different patterns forming in my head now like you're starting to see patterns over and over again so there comes this moment where you you've got to take a bit of a jump like the talking to people is never in itself just going to reveal what the idea is you're Mm. always making a creative connection and one of the things i'm quite passionate about um, is the idea of tools like tool building, Um, and I'm really interested about this idea of actually building a tool to help make the process of talking to customers, not just easier, um, but even for those who, um, find it enjoyable and a good at it to even support them in it. So I'm kind of digging into that at the moment. Um, cause I myself, I'm kind of in this category. Well, I love talking to customers, but still, there's no tooling for it. Like, there's like um, I, I I'll use a note app and just. But even that, like taking notes while you're actually talking to people, it's a little it's bit distracting. distracting yeah. Um, and then you chat to different people and try to remember that, do something with that. Um, and you
1: don't want to go over the conversation again, and you know. Yeah. Transcribe because it is just very lengthy. Yeah, and you
0: you can record it, and some people do. But then that introduces, oh, the awkwardness of, you say to them, the person you're talking to, oh, do you mind if I record this? <laughs> and most people are fine with that. But then, mm. again, just the the the, hour, the the additional time it takes. Yeah. So I'm kind of sitting with this idea. Like, can is there something that can be a tool for founders that helps them, like, in their conversations with customers? And I think, so here's where my intuition is going, based on what I'm hearing from people, is that, Aspects of this tool. One is there's a bit of a capture part of it, might capture parts of the conversation, and that might be just afterwards. Hmm. Like for example, you could say that after the conversation, they they actually select a few buttons um, as feedback from that conversation. This person wants this, this, and this. Or oh,
1: so you've got some options pre, that you can just yeah. click, which is exactly fast. Okay,
0: so it's a quick thing just to capture the high because there's usually only a few things that are real, the key takeouts.
1: Well, that depends if you're you or me. Yeah, because maybe. when I yeah, listen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a whole lot more that I would take note of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because we just work in such a very different way. I work more on a detail and then see the patterns emerge once you've got the details captured. Where yes. you already have a bit of a map in your, an idea, hunch in your mind, and you collect information and. Yes. Yeah, that actually supports that idea.
0: Well, this brings another interesting point, is whether you make the tool cater for those different, not extremes, but those different types. Yeah. Um, because I see a lot of founders that have quite short interviews with people and um, what they tell me, and I think they're trying to pick out certain things. Uh, but then there's others that are, like you are saying, that are more, they don't necessarily know what, what is going to emerge mm. until they've talked to a number of different people, and mm. I think that's an important way to do this as well um yeah so whatever it is there's a there's some sort of capture aspect of this there's some sort of like keeping people in the loop because often you'll be in a conversation with a customer and they'll mention oh i'd love to use this product when this happens when it can do this or i'm already using the product and i'd love this like i just really want the product to be able to do this now now you have a chat as a founder with a customer you're never going to remember. Like two weeks ago that you, that, that person wanted that and to loop back around to them on yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of that could mm. be part of the capture. There's a bit of like, how do you set up the conversation so you know what information I really want to, I'm most interested in this. Or even some context around this person. I might have talked to them three, week, three times before over the last six months. And, like, I've just forgotten all that because I've got 100 customers.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So,
0: so those are three different areas, I think, that could be part of whatever this tool is. Oh, and, yeah. So, uh, finally, because... That's I, a lot
1: of complexity to navigate and put into a product it, simply.
0: This is where the craft of product building comes in, which is I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where you get to, how do you design a screen... Which So most things that you use, like think uh, Facebook Messenger, think uh, Instagram. Mm. When you get, go into Instagram, there's a lot of powerful features within it. But when you land on it, all that's presented to you is your stream, is your feed of photos. And mm. So they've actually had to figure out uh, what place within the interface do they put certain controls? Like where, where do they... What do they, as you first hit the home screen, what do they present to you? So yeah. they just present that and then maybe some navigation. Yeah, yeah. And then if you want to do something, you've got to navigate into it in different ways. Mm. So that's all part of product building. Mm. You've got to figure out that hierarchy of things and how the whole thing works together. There's and a lot of
1: psychology that's gone into that as well. Yeah. Because
0: I, the... I love all this stuff. this <laughs> product building. stuff. So. so, but I'm rerunning it right back. I'm in the very early days now. So I've got this thought. I think there's something here. Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe. Um, so again, going back to that what I started with, I like to bring things into reality. This time, I'm actually, <laughs> I've been playing around with some design tools to try and, because I want it to be a workable product, um, and design tools, design product, design tools, sorry, um, don't often give you a working product, they give you screens, um, So I'm actually jumping into code now. So I actually used this (laughs) design tool and it looked and felt felt like some of my initial coding things. So I've actually... um, By
1: the way, for those of you who don't know this, Matt couldn't find a simple note-taking app that he (laughs) really loved. And he scrolled through thousands of options. So he just coded himself one. Maybe not quite thousands, but
0: probably maybe a hundred. uh,
1: Oh, more. You've been looking for a a few years now.
0: Maybe 80, 90, 100 different... Maybe even more, yeah, a lot.
1: Okay, so thousands, whereas, <laughs> <words> of... <Gross. laughs> <laughs> millions of apps, like trillions. Was... <laughs> Let me just tell you, um, and so he couldn't find one, so he just coded himself, coded up one <laughs> to work for himself. It's called. Noted.
0: It's called noted, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: And it's very, very simple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Minimalist. And Elliot, I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Elliot, there's been lots of people who've actually loved it yeah, for that reason. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Not my jam, but um,
0: I love it. I, I was it like like
1: Give me more space. <laughs> yeah, you do. You, and everyone else that just loved it. Yeah. Got it at first.
0: I um, yeah. So I'm thinking about. So i have actually half develop it now, uh, and I might. Put, so
1: you've started coding it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh wow.
0: And I yeah. Because I think it could start super simple and and also I want to get the feel for it again like this like once you materialize it then you get it more of a sense of what it is mm. so yeah so I've half built that I'll um, I've down tools for the day um, so I'll pick it up next week but yeah so I want to start to get a feel for that and then I'll start to put that in front of people and then just see it might what's going to be interesting it might change slightly who exactly the market is okay and it might be that the market is now. Some types of founders, but maybe designers or other people. Yeah, I was
1: about to say, I can see this being used in a few different yeah. professions.
0: Yeah. Which is cool. Mm. And I we'll, we'll see. We'll see yeah. where it goes. But, um, yeah.
1: Something that keeps coming to mind, as you've been explaining this app, is gaming um, mm. techniques. Yes. Yeah, game the, design. Game design, that's the word. Yes. <laughs> where are you at with that thinking? And is mm. it something that you are still exploring as a, a attribute pilotist? to bring into whatever you're creating?
0: Yes. Game design as an approach is helpful to, as a, as a way of thinking about how people enjoy a certain activity. So game designers are very interested in the emotions of someone and particularly the emotions like joy and happiness and like... like um,
1: so that doesn't feel like a job, a chore kind mm, of thing. Like, mm. yeah, okay. I
0: think this product maybe does suit that approach because I, yeah. I, I'm I pretty, wouldn't know how, or <laughs> but that's your job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think what, where it could um, connect with this particular idea is that I think that the, the activity of talking to customers could move from, and it already has for me, move from this challenge and vulnerable and somewhat slightly scary Mm. proposition to an activity that's joyful and something Mm. that a founder might look forward to in their week. Mm. Um, And the elements of how the product works, um, I could think through this lens of like, how do they get designed? So it feels like, game, game kind of makes it sound a bit funny, but like the mechanics of like, if we strip back what a game is, it's like people d- doing something.
1: Activities, but yet enjoying it. Ex- exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. So, yeah, I think there is something there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll see. So, okay. basically, I'm hoping uh, into the new week, I'll kind of get this early version of, of a coded, done. And done. Uh, okay. Get that live. And then I think that will become, again, a prop. Um, within the conversations I'm having and I'll start to put it out to people and see, like, what about this? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens.
1: You never cease to amaze me. So it's actually mm-hmm. it's so cool that you've already started building it. Again. Well, at least like, I'll get something like... <laughs> out of it. <laughs> yeah, be it's awesome.
0: It'd be interesting. No, it is fun. And I do like to get on the tools again. Mm, um, it's a good
1: way of not letting the downer of an idea dying stick around too long. Yeah. And, like just, yeah building cool
0: so that's the update
1: nice how about you well for me i guess coming off the back of last week where my i the idea i was running with also died um <laughs> i kind of decided to go back to the drawing board and just do a little bit of stock take of sure. like mm. um Yeah, because I kind of like had this thing with James McConey actually become something that we actually would have gone in and created a program together. In reality, I probably would have had to commit at least three days a week Okay. and going like, do I want that right now? While Durant is still, he's one and a half, you know, and Mm. Gian, three and a half, and he's... Only at kindy three days a week and mm. I only get a little bit of time with Durant and then only a little bit of time, like time for a mum to do anything else other than, you know, kid logistics and um, house logistics. Time is very few and far between and the little bit of time I do have, like do I just want to put that all into work? Mm. So... Yeah, I went back and also kinda of going like I really felt like some of the that idea that was forming in the whole prompt to contact James O'Connor was I felt it was a little bit divine. Mm. And then having that come to a dead end and going like what the f- fuck? <laughs> 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 like what? God, like I thought this was from you. And I mean I've
0: That raises really interesting questions. Such interesting (laughs) questions.
1: Man, we can do chat for a whole Mm. day around this. And I think just what I have taken out of conversation with God and others since then around this question is Mm. it wasn't like going to James McConey, chatting with him hasn't, there's not been a, not nothing has come from that. One, I've realized I am on the right track, mm. that there is a gap in the market for this kind of stuff that I'm thinking on. And yeah, it's just not going to work out the way that I immediately thought it was sure. going to work out. Yeah. So.
0: Because it pretty, yeah, it pretty quickly ramped it into a quite a, not necessarily detail, but certainly a structure of like a, you, you talked about the structure of like um, Sunday, uh, like a program.
1: Well, it's a pro- program with three, three long-form sections, stories. Like, and yep. I could imagine how each of those stories, yep. what they could be, and yep. how this awesome program could be shaped. And maybe yep. in the future there will be a space for that. But what I've realized in this my stock tick session is that I am not at that place where I yep. want to commit that much time. I
0: yes.
1: have, after three long years, three and a half long years, finally come to a place where I am content Hmm. with being a stay-at-home mom and spending this time with my kids and putting my dreams on hold Hmm. and not even knowing what those dreams necessarily are anymore but I enjoy now being with my children I enjoy and cherish this time because I've actually started realizing how short it is and how quickly it's going by so I I want to Whatever I do, like I do feel I'm at a place where I want to start doing a few other things. But whatever I do needs to fit into the one and a half days a week that I have. Okay. So half day from you yep. and then the boys are with my parents one other day of the week. But during that time, I also want to be able to do all the errands. I want to do kids yep. free and um, have space for a few creative home projects, which yep. I love doing.
0: Interesting. So, so it's almost like the the once you've got a feel for this. Bad idea, it revealed all these other
1: things that things. I don't want to do right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: interesting. I just want to, before we move on, pull and like dig deep a little bit around that idea of divine prayer, <laughs> like, and what is it about ideas? Because I think there's a link between that and what I've experienced around um, the difference between ideas and all the the like ideas and reality and how we in a modern western culture think about ideas Mm. because i think that the proper way of thinking about an idea would be that if you find this great idea that's the thing that um you just need to go and implement so and people talk about a million dollar idea as though usually people that aren't founders don't start talking about a million dollar idea and that that's
1: where the value lies it's all in the idea rather than implementation of it
0: or then you get founders the founding community the startup community going actually it's the idea doesn't really count for anything um in fact the idea starts you and Mm -hmm. maybe gives some sense of direction or and then it's all about execution and it's all about how and 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 most people that i've talked to say what ended up happening is not the idea. Like the idea has changed. It's now a different... People would say it's even a different product. Mm. And what's really fascinating about this is that ideas do have their place and are helpful, but not maybe in the way we think. And going back to that kind of thought of like divine ideas, it was obviously helpful. It kind of fleshed out, but maybe not in the way that you or I would have expected that, Mm. that it's not necessarily...
1: Because I guess God works with us in our imaginations, and if my imagination at that moment went to a certain place, yes, God was never like, oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's kind of where I'm going, but not quite. But hey, just let's just keep going, kind of thing. Or is
0: he even going in a like? How does he even think about? It? Like he's obviously quite sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> if he's about building planets and solar systems, yeah. like there's some level of like complexity he's working at which is far beyond us mm. um and so it's not necessarily as we'd understand communication with another person where that give us a, th- there's, but even with other other people we get ideas that that lead us to for example if we think about our boys we'll um we'll, we'll talk about sometimes you personify a thing like, for example, uh, light bulb is quite, um, or you, you kind of describe things, like Gian understands lava and that's hot. So the, and, and then he'd say, like, the, the, the light bulb is like lava. And mm. you kind of, it gives him a cue in which, which leads to the kind of, the behavior that you're like, yep, that's a good that he's not, like, touching hot light bulbs. But, and over time, once we, under, once we...
1: understand electricity currents. Yeah, when we <laughs> can
0: get him to the point of AC, like AC current and like um, the way in which um, electricity can turn into, from electricity energy to heat energy, mm. then might, he might understand another description. But there'll be a lot of learning
1: that goes on over the course of time that will get him to the place where he can understand that, totally. which, I guess. And
0: if we had to wait for him to understand, like, complete physics to actually explain to him... That a light bulbs hot. Yeah, and all the things around him. Then, one, what are we going to do in all this time until he's, like, however old he is, when we'll get that stuff. Mm. Like, how do we actually talk to him about the world now? Mm. Um, And two, like, do, yeah, like...
1: So how would you bring that back to my experience?
0: Well, it's, I'm just kind of thinking out loud in a way, just around, because I'm also thinking through, like, what is it to relate to? I mean, is um, relating to God... Who obviously has created and continues to create. I mean, all the stuff that we see around us. Um, he's part of things, I believe, still. But And and you get, like, in a lot of Christian traditions, this idea of connecting with him um, as we understand ourselves and the world. But specifically around as we create, I'm interested in. There's not... I don't know. Yeah, if I've found good explanations as to what it is to create... With God, yeah. Even if we think of it like that, I don't know. Um, yeah. I do think he he kind of prompts us and and helps us think. And in, in my experience, it's he te- the patterns of his promptings tend to kind of draw me into relationships with people mm-hmm. and to think about others. Oh,
1: maybe his, hold on. Anything. Okay, so you were saying your the nature of the way that you've experienced God's prompting is is that often they lead you back into conversation with other people.
0: Yeah, and and, and also to to listen to other people more than I sometimes <laughs> do, and to notice things. Like, it's almost like a... a, a
1: so it's turning outward yes, from yourself rather than the idea that you've conjured up inside and holding on to.
0: Yeah, and, and more into a, a, a... One way of thinking about it is a sensitivity to the world, and yeah. noticing of things that I haven't maybe seen before and just asking questions of others rather than assuming and just things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's, which I think is kind of part of creating is that attending to the world or, or noticing what people need or what they're trying to do or what they are doing. or, So I can kind of see some of the links there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, how do we account for what he's doing or, or um, what other people are doing? I think, yeah. I mean, there's a lot there, but... I mean, because there's so much happening all at once. Um, and back to this idea of an a, yeah, the 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 thinking about an idea. Mm. I think ideas, um, are helpful, and it's been interesting, and even in our process in the last number of weeks of how energizing an idea can be, as yeah. it crystallizes our thoughts and like gives us a bit of a yeah a direction to run in or something mm. to create. Uh, so. Yeah, I still an, don't have many answers to this actually.
1: Yeah, because it's interesting. Elizabeth Gilbert, like, she's obviously not a Christian, but she gets something of yeah. what is reality, you know, yeah. of what, like, she might not call it God, but I think she gets something about him where she's got this idea of, like, all these divine creative ideas are out there in mm. the universe, and then they'll visit someone, you know, and go, like, do you want to take this idea on and crystallize it and make it yeah. into something yeah. or not? like um, yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know, I have so many th- I, thoughts but then questions as well of like I think most things start and end with God. like I've mm-hmm. kind of always thought most all, all ideas are from God, but then how does that allow for He's made us into? autonomous creative beings totally. you know yeah, yeah. so how does it allow for us
0: yeah well yeah I think it, it's it doesn't mean that we have to end Just up puppets. as, a, as a, a robot or a, I don't it can't be that no and I don't think history kind of accounts for that no. or, or, or even throughout the Bible you see things like that like there's obviously a lot of like creative freedom yeah. um, that in ways he will encourage us to take on. Mm. uh, take responsibility for and Mm. actually like because then sometimes you just question is
1: though like okay so if you arrive at an idea yep whether it be from god or together with him or like a mixture of both of you or whatever like you arrive at an idea yeah how do i keep creating in the flow with god
0: interesting you know
1: like um
0: part of it i wonder I'm kind of getting more of a sense of what it's not. I don't think it's uh we just do the things he says and we just wait for the next instruction. So like, yeah. I don't think it's that the 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 flip side of that, which is the, almost the thing we maybe don't want to hear, is that ideas take commitment and sacrifice like if we, if we're gonna actually do something um, it takes a bit of effort and um, mm. and sometimes Habes. I found the desire to really want him to reveal something
1: to make it easier <laughs>
0: it's to make it easier and reduce the risk oh, cuz if, so if it's if it's on him um yeah. and he seems to know what he's doing so yeah and i yeah. think it can't be that mm. like I, that just doesn't feel like a uh, maturing as a human uh, which is the pattern of all the other things he tends to do with us he's just trying to call us into who we are and and, and kind of yeah pull us out of all this kind of limiting um thinking and Mm. so yeah so it can't be that i yeah at least i don't think so Mm. um so maybe i don't know like maybe um this idea of being with them or or in the kind of ways and what she's doing is is maybe more along the lines of how we notice uh which is part of being sensitive to what he's saying but i don't think he gives the complete i have i haven't found that he gives the his prompts aren't necessarily the complete answers. Mm, They're mm. part of a mix.
1: Well, interesting for me. So so part of my stock take then kind of went on to, um oh <laughs> kind of like like what do what do I do now, God? And I ended up finding this um, this on the All Blacks YouTube channel. Yep. This little weekly story it's an of a blues hooker player who interviews ex all blacks and kind of checks in with where are they now Hmm. and it was a really cool concept and everything and but watching it I was like oh this vibe is so not me I can so (laughs) never pull it off because it's this blokey like rugby player on rugby player kind of like cha-cha like so that's not how rugby players sound
0: sorry (laughs) what was that (laughs) (laughs)
1: It is bloke anyway.
0: I'd pay to see you try this. Or
1: <laughs> well, maybe there's an idea for you. <laughs> um, but anyway, like as I were, I'm like, man, that is so not me. Like mm. and I don't I'm not an ex professional athlete that I can connect in that way with current or ex athletes. Yeah. And so then I kind of like I've f- felt like hindsight, I think it was God leading me into a conversation with him going like, well, who are you now in this part of your life and journey? Do you know I mean like, no. where have you come to? What do you have that you can connect with other people on? Yeah. Um, And I was like, well, I'm a wife, I'm a mum, I'm a sports lover, I'm an ex-journo. Yeah. And a noticing came out of that, a noticing of a memory that faded back into my mind hmm. of an idea I had when I was still a journo, like I did, I think I've talked about this before, like what that I did for the, the Breakers basketball team, I once did a story on the game, but from the wives' perspectives. Hmm. And the story was kind of like on them, but also on the game and the players.
0: Just to understand this a little bit more. So when it was a story about the wives, what what was the angle
1: Oh man, I'm trying to remember. So it was a story that followed off a match report story. So match report is kind of like, here's the breakdown of the game. This is what happened kind of yeah. thing.
0: So how did that work? Did someone, like I'm Then it was a, to then the, that, went it back to
1: the news anchor who okay. then threw it to the story, which was one of um, the experience of the wives and children sitting in the bleachers.
0: Oh, so, I'm just imagining it visually. So, so. so, I was actually
1: sitting with them in the bleachers. We were filming them, we were filming a bit huh. of the game from their what their point of view would have been. Oh, uh, interesting. That kind of thing. Yeah, it was just, it was that's, really cool. That's really and interesting. I got such great feedback from it because yeah. it was just, it was an angle that hadn't really been done very often Inter- and people were so intrigued.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, that's
1: so, that's really cool. The idea that then started forming. Was one of, um, what if I, like, that whole thing of behind every great man, there's a (laughs) great-er woman. (laughs) (laughs) So, actually, like, what if I start doing a human interest story pieces on the wives and the women behind the athletes? Mm. Cause I'm a woman, I can connect with them as you know. Like we are fellow women, we're probably fellow um, mothers as well. Um, yeah, and kind of like the story will be on them, not yeah. on their take on their husband or partner. Yeah. yeah, I don't want that. Like you see that in a lot of docos, and it's interesting, but it's only so you only. It's only so shallow, and you don't really get the. Like I want the story to be about the woman. Yeah. Because the women are epic. You know, like behind them, and it's totally. something that hasn't really been done. And of course, as a byproduct, you'll get a really cool insight that hit, like like, new insight on the the athletes themselves. What,
0: what, Derek, and the angle would be that would actually, what, what aspect would that play in the story? Like
1: the husband mm. or the the partner. Mm. Um. Well, I mean, I think you'll see. Like I can imagine filming these cool scenarios where you just see the the, the partner the athlete with his family mm. in an in interaction but you, as but you see
0: the dynamic you see the
1: dynamic you see the family dynamic you see the um huh. but a story is still just about the wife and yeah. the main spotlights on her and about who she is and what her experience has been of life maybe her dreams what her experience has been is being the person behind this great. Yeah. athlete, um, that kind of stuff. I don't know there's, exactly what will emerge. There's,
0: there's something there. But I think
1: there's something there, and I think each story you'll have some really surprising things emerge. Um, do
0: you think there'll be an aspect of sport?
1: I think so. I don't know. I think so. That's a really interesting question, because I've been wanting to do sport and human interest.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that doesn't seem... Like, this is the thing. Like, ideas can change and things can evolve. Mm. But I wonder, like, is it... I just that that image you said of them sitting in the in the seat in the stadium mm. is quite fascinating. As a as a scene in their lives. Obviously it's not all Yeah, their well life. maybe
1: it would include that kind of thing, you know, where it's a there's this whole big other picture and aspect of their wives of their lives, but then there's also those Saturday night games where they're sitting in the um stadium, you know, watching their partners play. Hmm. Um
0: It'd be interesting to, t- I mean, I don't know if this is the idea at all or in any case, but it's interesting to think of what that day of a game is like for them and for, for the, the family. Yeah. Like, what is a day in the life mm. where you go through, and part of it, so there's a whole, like, the, the setting of the home mm. before all wherever else they go in that day, and then, but part of the day is that she's going to the stadium and there you're watching, and then mm. there's the, yeah, I don't know.
1: Because I can imagine, like, I mean, babe, you're not, you're not quite the professional athlete yet. <laughs> I'm not
0: returning my calls.
1: <laughs> but I can imagine like you know you wake up and it's kind of like a normal day kind of yeah. in some we respects it, yeah. so, you know your child still wakes you up at five in the morning <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you but then you to coffee. Yeah. Although maybe you don't drink coffee because you you're, got to keep your athlete. Yeah, you're an athlete you got to keep your machine. We could learn <laughs> a lot. <laughs> we could. Um, and just seeing yeah which parts of their lives actually yeah, how in a day do they start preparing themselves for that game? Yes. And what I mean, part the wife, kind of like what her day is like. Yeah, I don't know. There's so much there I think that we can go on to. But it's, like I said, it's still very beginning stages cool. of this idea.
0: But oh, Interesting.
1: Um, so, yeah. So I, what's I love next? it. It's exciting me. Well, I've talked to a few people about the idea, some friends. Not yeah. not anyone, like, is a journo or content producer or anything yeah but my friends love it and they're not all into sports mm. like but they are so intrigued and interested because they're all like yeah we you watch the docos and you have like this short snippet of the wife but they're just mainly talking about the you know their husband or partner mm. and like you just you left longing for more kind of thing from them and yeah. who they yeah. are yeah so yeah I was on Wednesday thinking, I'm like, oh man, okay, back to, you know, like design process, you know, like you've got to figure out, like, you've got this idea, but you've got to put it behind, you know, in front of your customers. And is this actually, <laughs> oh is this something that's going to serve them and is what they want kind of thing? And I haven't really done that other than talking to some friends. I, I haven't done that. that I'm actually just like going, this is what I want to do. Yeah. This will excite me. Um, I'm going to do it.
0: Go with it. I reckon that's... Yeah. Okay,
1: good. Because I was just thinking, I was like, oh, I should probably just at least raise it with Matt and see what his thoughts are on that. But yeah, because for me, I'm like part of my stock take also included the fact that I, because we downsized to a one bedroom place, you know, so that you can, so that finance is not an issue so that you can have your space to do a startup and I can have the space to be with our kids, you know, Mm -hmm. while they're really little. And now a little bit of time to do a creative project, because I have that, I don't have to do. Like these ideas don't have to be pitched to a big network yeah. where I can get money because I need the money or whatever. Like yeah, I can we just don't
0: have to pay a lot for rent. And, yeah.
1: yeah, because they actually, mm. they would shape the idea. The network would shape the idea and change thing. it, and yeah. it wouldn't necessarily be what I long no. for it to be. Sure. sure. And so, I'm thinking I might just actually start with the YouTube channel. Just start doing it. It doesn't have to have a big following mm-hmm. because I don't need it to make money. Yeah. Um, it's just going to start getting something out there. And it will be super slow paced because it's going to be half a day a week that mm. I get to spend on it. Maybe yeah. a little bit more if I take some of my Mondays yeah. But the boys are with my parents. so, And that's okay. And I think I want it to be that way right now while the kids are so very little because I want to be a very available mum. And I guess it's that tension that I'm constantly riding with I'm an ideas person and a projects person. I love that stuff, but I also love and cherish being with the kids. I was I know what I went into my mind I said love and cherish, and I was like, yeah, pull my hair out like, <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking I might do. And also I'm thinking the next person I'll talk to is a couple of friends I know who are beautiful cinematographers yeah, and love that and the editing part as well and cool. see if they would be up for a little very side project kind of thing that's not paid by the way yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I think because it's just it'll be half a day um maybe once a month that they might have to interesting
0: cool
1: or every few weeks yeah so I don't know I don't know that's my I next f- p- thing is to go and check would there be someone that would want to
0: put here. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah help me out and do this with me do the part that i don't i'm not as good at and don't love as much which is the more cinematography and technical side of editing sure Mm.
0: well exactly sounds Mm. cool i think that's so you'll probably get in touch with them next week eh? yeah i think so cool all right yeah sounds good well we can probably wrap it then it yeah. was a good...
1: It was a long session. We yeah, were like, yeah, oh, let's try and keep it to 25 minutes today.
0: <laughs> 45 minutes. <laughs> I
1: think that's our longest yet. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. right. Go. Let's call it.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Bye.
1: Ciao. <laughs>